Are you ready to go? What's happening? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Stop swearing. <laughs> Honestly, this is going to go out live. I'm going to mute myself until you say go. <laughs> Mark has muted himself. Right, here we go. Are we ready? Quiet in the studio. Well, hello there. This is Jonathan Starkey, your absolutely fabulous digital pub landlord of Cheshire Matters. Yes, all right, okay, yeah. Shut up, Raven, shut up. Otherwise, there's a mute coming your way. Ah. I really care about having a great week. It's fabulous. All right, okay. Introduce yourself. Say hello. Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, including the ladies on the show. We're not sure which ones they are on Friday night, but there we go. Uh, having a great week, absolutely fabulous week so far. A little bit of humour going on at the moment. I've been castigated publicly by a guy questioning my integrity. Turns out he's done best part of two years in jail, really. Ironic somehow. Best part of go. two Wonderful years? Hey? It's got to be more than that. Well, who cares? I don't really care. I'm not having anybody questioning my integrity publicly. Yeah, nobody gets to question the raven except us. Hang on, hang on. Oh, go on, Gazelle. Introduce yourself. Say hello, Mr. Trevor Nichols. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You know what the raven is supposed to be doing? Saying hello. Hello, hello. And now, and now, we're going to bring on... All right, you said hello. We're going to bring on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Mark Hartley, okay, aka Stats, say hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are we all? We are fine. Well, well I think we are. We are Steve is, don't we? So yeah, I'm just yeah. basically asking you too, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's a great week. Say, uh, it's all turning out fabulous. Hang on, hang on. You've had your turn. Yeah. Oh, we hello. forgot to mention. We well, we forgot oh, to mention the lovely listeners. We never welcomed the listeners. Well, that's what I was about to do. Did, did, you do yeah. well, I've just done it before you. Have you lost your chance? Yeah. <laughs> He didn't lose any chance. Here we go. Can He's muted. He's muted. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> He's done it now. So, yeah. Hello. Okay. All right. Well, no, how is everybody? Everybody okay? Keep it muted as well. <laughs> I'm going to give it a try. Oh, fabulous. As I said before. Oh, there you go. First mute. He's going for another 15 minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> First mute. Well, I'm glad everybody's okay. and We know that the mouth is in the house. so we know right we're not talking about the mouse we're talking about the mouth in the house here we go right don't mention the mouse because i've had a mouse for the last three weeks well oh have you bad news those little blighters they really are i think they're all right they look like prince charles he got whopping big ears man (laughs) and did they come up and go well hello hello i'm your new king hello Right, should we go on with the roundup? Let's go on straight away. Okay, now, a bit different this evening because, you know, there was nothing that really um, stuck out to me for a national. And after, <laughs> and after a discussion with Stats, I think there are certain things that we need to discuss because we actually covered the topics in a previous podcast. So I'm going to go through them quickly and then we're going to come back to them. Andrew Neal, he says, these strikes, and he's talking about Mick Lynch and the RMT, these strikes are proving the unions no longer have the power to paralyze the nation, just as he warned Mick Lynch in the summer. Now, that's the first one that came up. Now, I still think that they do have a lot of power to cause a problem. Now, next one, Pfizer. Now, this is a biggie. 
sales before child safety. That's what they're being accused of. And they were recently taken to court and they actually were fined. So mm, that's an interesting one there. Okay, BMW. Now, I don't know why this German company is doing this, but they're in talks with the government for a £75 million grant to fund a package of electric minis. Now, why are we funding a foreign-owned company to produce cars that aren't going to sell in this country? I have no idea whatsoever, said Trevor. Not. He didn't even move his lips. No, because I'm thinking about the minis. I'm thinking of Lulu. Oh, Lulu. <laughs> the mini-skirted ones. Trevor, obviously. Oh, sorry. Okay. Only 10 of Boris Johnson's promised 40 new hospital projects have planning permission. How about that one? Hmm? Surprise. Yeah. Reminds me of bridges in Cheshire West. <laughs> Funny you should say that. We'll probably be coming back to that. Okay. Off Gem. Grant Chaps, because obviously there's been a, a, a reshuffle today and he's moved position, but Grant Chaps has told Ofgem to toughen up after prepayment meter scandal. That's obviously where the energy companies are heavy-handed going in against people and forcing them to have prepayment meters. I mean, I think the whole thing's disgusting anyway. Uh, you know, because those people get actually charged more for their electricity and their gas, and they're paying up front. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I think that's wrong. Ten questions you should throw at the next EU rejoiner. Don't let's start getting Steve on the go on that. Seems though he was... Deep breath, deep breath, control, control, control. Indeed, indeed. Welsh rugby fans sing Delilah before and during clash with Ireland. And they were told that they weren't allowed to sing that song. Does everybody remember Why? it? Why? 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 Delilah's feelings. Mm. Oh, I get that. I get that. Why? Well, <laughs> that was Steve's. That was Steve's attempt at humour. We're all awake this week. <laughs> does anybody was a joke there? Was there? Yeah, there was a joke. Yeah. Does Does anybody think me next time <laughs> the disappearance of that woman, Nicola Bully, is strange? They haven't been able to find. You know, the police said that. She was, uh, she's obviously in the river somewhere, and that's it. And a, a guy who's got specialized equipment better than the police's own equipment yeah, has yeah. basically said, She's not there. So there's something wrong, very, very wrong with what's going on. Go ahead, Mark. There is something wrong because this guy says normally where the body goes in the water, you'll find it in that area. Yeah. And another, spe another specialist came on the same show I was listening to, and he said, No, there was one case where he was swept out to sea. Because the body doesn't reach the top until all the gases have come out or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the currents and stuff, so, yeah. I don't know, there's something, still. there's just something very, very strange about the whole thing to do with Nicola Bully. Very, very strange. It and is, actually. I think it's something to do with Lord Luke, and I think they're having lunch somewhere. <laughs> Lord Luke is too old now. How old are you, Trevor? 102? No, I'm actually 34. The... Right. Well, okay. if he says he's 59, I'm definitely 34. What, waste? 
Oh, the Raven says he's 59. He looks up, he looks about 109 to me. He does, especially when you I, look at this video. Pardon, I'm looking absolutely true. I was complimented on my youthfulness today. All right, okay. Yeah, about Peter Pan. Yeah. Was that, the, was that that woman with the glasses that were like two inches thick? You know, the kind of glasses that you take <laughs> off and hold over somebody as they give us your dinner money, you know, when it's sunny. <laughs> Gives you dinner money or I'll burn you. <clears throat> <laughs> Look at his face. He's just going, oh, yeah, I remember getting burned. Anyway, trans rapist Rao hammers support for Scottish independence. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Okay. Big argument there. And some of the best news of the day was that serial rapist and former Met officer, David Carrick, he is sentenced to more than 30 years in prison. How about that? Will he do it? I don't know. I mean, uh, he'll be in with a lot of, no doubt, he'll be in with a lot of people that he put away. So, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and you've got the Gary Glitter that was sentenced to 16 years. He's out. You know, he's, he's roaming. There's been a massive uh, protest outside his um, hostel. Hostel. So, well, the biggest thing... They call hostile, because that's what they are. Hostile. The, big, the biggest thing I noticed about that was, in the story, it mentioned the fact that he owns none of the master rights to his songs. Well, I just want to let everybody know now, he probably never did own the master rights to the songs. But the question is... Is he still receiving publishing royalties and also neighbouring rights to the works that he's actually got out? And there's the big question so that everybody should be asking, does he receive any form of royalty? Mm, and who's collecting it? Because whoever is collecting it is also taking a share, a commission for collection and if they are publishing royalties, he is sharing that with certain publishers. Ooh, dear. Somebody well, making I, money off I, a paedophile. Yeah, sorry, Jonathan. I have heard that he is receiving royalties. He's receiving a lot of money for the music that he made. Yeah. So there you go. Should well, be he should be receiving the pair of scissors. Yes. He should be getting the snip. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Well, I don't know about that. I, I used to be in his gang. <laughs> Keep that quiet. Um, yeah, don't be saying that. Don't be saying that. No, 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 no. Literally. How old were you? <laughs> well, I was 13 at the time. But, but, but that got doing anything. <laughs> All right, we won't go into that. Right, well, in that case then, let's actually go on because some of these stories deserve a closer look. Okay, so let's go back to that one about the strikes. So... Do the unions still have any power to actually stop the country? Nope. You don't think so, Mark? Go ahead. Well, I said this the other week. It's not going to work. Well, there's a few reasons because a lot of people are still working from home anyway, so it hasn't caused the disruption they would have hoped for. Yeah. Um, you can't bring industry to a standstill because we haven't got any, and, and whatever we've got, they're all it's public now. So. So, would you consider the strikes just to be inconvenient? I don't know. Has anyone been disrupted by them? Well, no. Well, they're not. They've not. They've not actually crippled the country. I have. Haven't. Going on a holiday and they stopped the trains. To be, the... Hey, to be fair to the trains, Trev, they've been an absolute mess anyway, haven't they, for years? So you wouldn't really notice, would you? Well, well, it was going on holiday. Was I had to book a care. The thing was, even that Mick Lynch, he said the other week, he said the 
the trains aren't even on strike at the minute. It, there's, there's problems with the railway. Everyone's blaming the strikes. A lot of it's just because it's useless. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we haven't had the strikes since October on the railway. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, that happened with the border force, didn't it? You know, when the government brought in the army and oh, all of a sudden everybody was saying, well, actually, everything's running a lot smoother with the army in. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I've seen, I seen some figures. It said that 40 years ago, when they, I think we did last did this, 13 million workers, that was 50% of the workforce belonged to trade unions. Uh-huh. Now, now it's only a quarter of that, so they're less effective. And plus there was there was laws put in, wasn't there, to uh, restrain um, strikes and things, which Labour never repealed. Okay. So it's making it a little bit tougher, isn't it? You don't think that we're going back to what happened no. in 78, 79? It no was the winter of discontent. When no, power the cuts, have seen, seen John the people who were organising this, yeah, all these commies, and they're not they're not budging. If anything, they're going to bring in stricter laws now. I said this the other week; it's not going to work. So you think they're going to well, restrict their rights? Go ahead, yeah, Trevor. Yeah, they, 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 the army were brought in to um, drive the ambulances, weren't they? And as I commented um, probably three or four podcasts ago, that they're not paramedics; they're just literally drivers. Yeah. So that's really going to be a non-entity. And now they're on about uh, the the fire service going on on strike, so they'll be bringing out the green goddesses again. And in the seventies, we had an armed force. Now the soldiers. Now we've only got two hundred and three. So how are they going to spread themselves over the um, the ambulances and the fire service? I know. We yeah, we haven't got enough army to cover it. No, that was a, that was the thing in one of the stories that we haven't really got an army to speak of, and that's why certain countries like America are starting to comment on the fact that we do not have a creditable force. Go ahead, Mark. These commies aren't very clever, are they? They're trying to do this old oh, class struggle thing. It's not working anymore. The government are really onto it. I'd suggest if you want unions to be effective, I'd actually ban any any form of political ideologies being involved, especially socialism. You reckon? And co- yeah, and concentrate on the rights for the workers. And that was that's the issue, not this class struggle commie thing. It's annoying now. It really is. Okay, can I bring the Raven in, if I sure must? Can. Yeah, go ahead. Go on, Raven. Yeah, two things. First of all... Uh, okay, Steve, says, thanks very much. Trevor? Yes, very good. You're <laughs> <laughs> so tiresome at times. Mark says... Well, you shouldn't call me David Van Day hairdo. Well, you've uh, been doing it all day. <laughs> Mark says about pol- politics in unions, and it's correct. I remember being in Liverpool about two years ago when there was one well-known union, and they had a big crowd of people, and they were waving banners and, and putting out this public address saying they were going to take down some dictator in South Africa. I'm thinking, <laughs> what's that got to do with people paying their union fees for employment rights in the UK? Yeah. I get it. And this is the whole point. So and the other thing is, really, yeah, we're talking about resources, but we seem to have more resources than anything else in um, what? Uh, this country. Big gap there, uh, Steve. I'm not editing that out. I'm going to leave that in. What? The big gap. Well, something came up on my screen that disturbed me, to be quite frank. I don't know where it came from. It was me. I came up on his screen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and it frightened the hell out of him. Yes. It wasn't a little girl in a ring, was it? <laughs> if it was, you're in trouble, mate. Yeah, you know, standing by a well <laughs> with long, dark hair. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The point you is, we, you later. haven't been watching any dodgy videos, have you? I'm not going to finish this point. I have you watched any dodgy videos that you shouldn't I'm have done when somebody said, don't watch this video? No, I don't watch things like that. I watch educational stuff, really, to be doing with. I would read the Telegraph and things like that. I do. Okay. Um, okay. The point I was trying to make before you started rambling on about a load of stupidness again uh, was the fact that um, we've got a whole sea of wasted resources. We've, there's, there's a big thing about Jacob Rees-Mogg talking about the amount of civil servants in this country, um, you know, and it does cost an awful lot of money. But and they should get back to their buildings, of course. Well, See, there's another story. There's another problem. The unions have got. They don't control any of the any energy supply. They don't the, the gas. They don't. They can't stop any of that wind. No. But they can't bring anything to a standstill. No. The government must be just laughing at them, you know, thinking, "Nice try." <laughs> In a way, you're saying somebody like Lynch is suffering with wind. With what? <laughs> with wind. With wind. Well, he does have some good points, though. I have to tell you, I do He's agree with some point. of his points. People need paying more. Yes, which is Certain true. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do. Let's go. Like I said the other week, let's go through this and find out individually who deserves a pay rise. Well, there's the problem, you know, mm. because yeah. everybody has. I mean, did you it's notice while, that the solicitors and the barristers, bang, they got their fifteen percent <laughs> straight away, no question, job done. Who, who who is the majority of the people that make up Parliament? Solicitors and barristers. Ah, yeah, one point. There you go. <laughs> Why they give himself a rise? Indeed, indeed. No, okay, well, all right, we've gone into that. Let's move it on. Let's go on, and we're going to say the next one, which we did speak about previous, trans rapist row hammers support for Scottish independence as Nicola Sturgeon feels the force of voters' anger at row over criminal who carried out sex attacks as a man being held in a women's prison. How about that one? Identifying as a woman, was he? Yeah. Well, and now that's a great story. That's um, that's from David Wilcock, the deputy political editor for Mail Online. He actually does some good stuff, that guy. I have to tell you, I quite, I quite Wilcock. like what he does. Wilcock. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's the deputy political editor for the Mail Online, and I think he does some good stuff. So there you go. And what he's saying is... You can't say the male online. That's sexist. No, it's not. It's not. Listen, I've already stated... Excuse me. I'm telling you now, it's okay to be white and it's great to be straight. There's nothing to do with sexist there. You can't have a newspaper in this day and age now called the male. Surely not. Yes, you can. It's called the male online. Online, baby. We are there. And I made a statement today with my friend, well, I'm not going to say who he is, and I was saying on about this particular subject, it drives me around the bend, that a man, and we've mentioned it before, so I will say penis, a man with a penis who dresses as a woman is a transvestite. Ah, is that one of those new women that Ricky Gervais goes on about? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. He doesn't like the old-fashioned ones. He, he said he's into he's into the new ones, the new women with penises. Yeah, go on. They identify and beards. <laughs> they identify and they sing in Eurovision as well. Ooh. They're not female. When if they've got a penis and they dress as a woman, they are a transvestite. It's okay. Simple. simple as that. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. Only I just composed myself. Yeah, I was listening to Nicola Sturgeon being interviewed before, and she's got a new tactic. She won't say. 
if it's male or female. She says the individual is a rapist and the individual classes themselves as a woman. So she's she's on the run big time. But if you just look at the picture of this, was it, is he calling himself Isla Bryson? That's right. Well, if you look at the bulge in the uh, leggings, uh, that gives you the answer. You, well, it's not a budgie being <laughs> smuggled into prison, is it? I was just going to say that, Mark. <laughs> He's got a bigger package than I got Amazon this morning. <laughs> Well, the whole political point is before I bring Steve in, the political point the anyway. political point is is that support for independence has gone down. So it's now at forty seven percent from winning so, to losing. Yeah, from, you know, that's it. It's now <laughs> at forty seven percent. And broke. <laughs> yeah, so what's she gonna do? Because her whole idea, her whole being, everything about her is about independence. So, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, and can I ask a question, really? This is to everybody. Do you think this idea of uh, the public encompassing this, uh, you know, the, this mantra being taught in schools and the the system that um, people are now, are they turning against it? And do you think people are turning against what's being taught in schools? Do you think people are now wanting the children and the vulnerable in this country to be protected not only from the sort of ideologies that are being promoted, but also actually protected. Protected from sexual offenders, protected from paedophiles, protected from thieves and and all sorts of other horrendous people. Is it not time for this country to start to look after the vulnerable? I think it is. Did you not listen to the special that Mr. Mark Hartley put together with me? We went through all of this. He hasn't listened, Mark. I think he should do lines. He must do better. He must listen. What do you think, Mark? <laughs> Definitely. I tell you. Go ahead, Mark. I've been busy. What do you mean you've been busy? That was a great special. I mean, Mark did a Steve. He went on for about an hour on that. He was very, very good, I have to well, say. If you're talking of specials, can you order a special fried rice? I'll have one. I'll have one that right now. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, the communist speaks. Oh, <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. I think we're now seeing the uh, consequences. She's literally, she's tried to, she's tried to get a new voter base, hasn't she? And it's a, it's a really small minority. And it's yep. ended up upsetting the actual voter base. So it's gone from, it's going to be a Brexit type <laughs> loss for her, isn't it? <laughs> but well, I think these things that just, I just finished, but they, it doesn't help when they actually make the female prison guards strip search this individual <laughs> individual rapist <laughs> transgender whatever that means anyway individual rapist yeah could you just could you just check that part again please love good just check that i'm not smuggling anything in it's the YouGov survey of 1088 scottish voters shows support for the party dropped from 50 percent to 44% in the Holyrood constituency vote, and from 40% to 36% in the regional list when compared to the results of the same poll in December. So, SNP support at Westminster has dropped marginally from 43% to 42%. Mm. Now, it's okay, it's the way that you actually all shape these figures when you're talking about it, but... When John Curtis of Strathclyde University speaks, you listen, because this guy is just like the god of these polls. And he said, 
He told, he told the Sunday Times, and I'm going to bring Mark in after this, that while the decline in support for independence is likely to be part of the explanation for these figures, it looks as though the battering the Scottish government has suffered, especially on the issue of transgender prisoners, may also have taken its toll on SMP support. Now, what about that then? Go ahead, Mark. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Well, I'd expected you to be more excited than that. That's that's our man, Curtis, and he is the god of the polls, and he's given you a direct indication that the SNP are actually losing support. Go, Mark, go! Yeah, I think they are losing support because of this. And I think what's, just going back to what Steve said, I think parents are really now are concerned with this whole thing. Yeah. I just We just need more to speak out and stop it. It's all good and well opposing it online or you know talking to people but you've really got to put something into action now and get into the schools and get this stuff out well i actually think there should be a national stay safe campaign in terms of protecting the elderly the vulnerable and the children of this country and i also think that should involve uh making people aware of what's being taught in the schools because a lot of it as we've already discussed on other shows is quite appalling and is not going down well with the public as a whole. People are turning against all of this. I'm sure someone on Nicky and I do, Steve, and take the credit. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Oh, yeah, well, that's standard. Yeah. It's pretty standard yeah. in this country. Well, I mean, probably call your names and stuff as well for it, you know. Oh, yeah, well, I've, I've got that locally at the moment. At the end, I've, I've, all of us, I have to say this, and I, please bear with me and just let me say this. I, think, I feel it's very important. I'm going to say something now. The people who stood for the independence in this country were on the button, not only on the independence issue, but they're very switched on across the country. You look at all of the people, by and large, who were involved in the Brexit issue, that you look at those people who talk about national issues, they talk about local issues, that they, they, they were on the money on so many issues, and yet they just get slated left, right, and centre. And I'm sick to death of it. And also, political parties and people at local level and local politicians do nothing but slate these people, including people like us, including people in communities like us. And yet, time and time again, we've been proven right on international, national, and local issues. And also, we've repeatedly. I mean, Trevor will, uh, has experienced this many times over. We've had people approach us to sort things out for people, and then they've backtracked because they don't want to be seen publicly with us, and then, basically, they want our support. It's a joke. Have oh. some backbone, you people out there, yeah. and have the guts to openly support people who know what's going on in this country and have done the best for the country and its people. Yeah, and Blaken as well. And yeah. Blaken oh, yes, as well. I'm sorry, I have to say this. I am disappointed with some people in Blaken who've recently sought my support. They wanted me to stand in an election for them. And some of those people didn't have the guts and the tenacity to openly vocalise that support and yet wanted me to take on the mantra. That's of always the case. Election whilst always. They hid behind the settee. What a bunch of absolute disappointing people some of those people are. All right, Trevor is wiggling his finger. <laughs> he <laughs> wants to have a word. Go ahead. <laughs> Go on, Gazelle. Yeah. Totally, totally agree with that, Steve. And may I just say... Trevor, that, I... that was your finger you were wiggling there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but... Um, <laughs> I, I totally agree with Steve there. Totally agree with that. But I do think, Steve, that it will come 
full circle. I am experiencing that at the moment. Yeah. It will come full circle. I think you're right, Trev, because it's coming full circle for Nicola Sturgeon. She's not brave enough to even say what a woman is, and now she's suffering. So An individual. Yeah, I, I think. Sorry, I think you're right, Trevor. I think people yeah. will eventually realise that people like ourselves, who are, you know, there's many people like us up and down the country who are involved in the, the UK independence issue, yeah. very switched on, we know what's going on, very astute, and we're very foresightful in terms of seeing what's likely to come down the, the, the tracks in advance. And I think people, once they realise this and they stop banging on about UKIP and hatred and, and this, that and the other, all sorts of nonsense arguments which were binned years ago, yeah. I said if they, if they get that out of their minds and actually listen to people who are intelligent enough and, and you know, uh, analytical enough to see what's really going on and listen, they might get a lot of their issues actually resolved. I mentioned this with our landlord today, what I predicted as what will be coming up within my very near future. And it was exactly that people spouting on about the past. The past is gone. We're now where we are. Yeah, that's right. Look where you're going, not where you have been. Exactly. That's gone. That's history. We've got to look at the future. We have to deal with what is with today. Correct. Correct. Right. Well, it will come full circle. Well, that's a shame because I wanted my reparations off Stephen, the Vikings, and yeah. Stephen, my people, but it's not happening, is it? <laughs> well, that's not happening. You need to pay your taxes to me. <laughs> no, he's already paid his taxes. He wants his money back because he doesn't agree with the service that he's received. I want compensation for all those Britons you enslaved. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I'm sorry. He just ain't getting it. Yeah, he enslaved and sold to Rome. Right? Bastards they were. Absolute bastards. Excuse me, I'm not having the angles from 5th century Jamaica. Yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Hey, 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 watch this. Mute. <laughs> Which, where, where did you come from? Germanica or Scandinavia? Make your mind up. Come yeah. on. Well, it, it wends its way through the lot, actually, through Scandinavia and back over to uh, oh, the no. Angles. Yeah. Been around, have you? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, been around. Yeah. Well, we he's been around. Everywhere. We conquered in every field we dare say. Yeah, he's to. a bit of a conquering slag. We well, know so, his uh, type. You conquered Germanica. That's one hell of a distance. That's near Bermuda. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Okay. Tory MPs to push for UK exit from European Convention on Human Rights. Well, they're a bit slow to catch up with the program, aren't they? Really? <laughs> That's just I'll tell you what, I love stats. <laughs> gets my jokes. Steve, he goes straight over Steve's head. I know. Oh, what did you say? I missed that. You <laughs> conquered Germanica. I said, That's near Bermuda. That's a hell of a distance. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Conservative MPs are about to make a renewed push for the UK to leave the European Convention on Human Rights, the ECHR, oh assured. My God. Amid reports... Oh, dear, dear, dear. Oh, my word. I mean, talk about, you know, the... the, the well, no, I'm, kid. I'm, <laughs> we're never, never going to finish this podcast tonight. We've said this two flaming podcasts ago. Amid, amid reports that... ten years ago. That yeah. Rishi and the Jets... Well. Listen... Yeah. Amid reports that Rishi and the Jets is considering the move in order to allow a harsh crackdown on migration. Well, what do you know? Go ahead, Mark. Isn't that racist, by the way? Isn't oh, it's that a, racist? No, no, Rishi and the Jets. No, no. 
No, no, no. The, the policy of uh, controlled... Well, nobody's racist. calling him a racist. Let's just say. Go ahead, Mark. No, but they did when UKIP were wanting to control the policy. Of course, of yeah, course. It was outrageous. And you're being outrageous. Shut up. Let Mark speak. Go on, Mark. It's never going to happen, is it? No. For a couple of reasons. If you read the article, oh, God, it was The Guardian, so take it with, I don't know, a truck full of salt. It says <laughs> a source, yeah, a source says that this won't happen until after the election. Oh, shock. So, you know, give us your vote. We'll do this and we won't do it. Because yeah, jam it tomorrow. Happen. Jam tomorrow. Left, no, the lefties and the lawyers and everyone will be in meltdown. It won't happen. There's no, it's all black and white with them, isn't it? It's, oh, get rid of human rights and everyone's going to be... Uh, no, that's not how it'll work. We can still have human rights. You know, the simple way to fix this, if they were going to do it, would be to go, see that boat, uh, turn it round. Or if the boat gets to shore, take them all back over straight away. What they don't do, they, no. what they do is they're pretending they're doing something to get your vote again. They're bragging, aren't they, about we sent all these Albanians back. Right, okay, but they're not they're not the majority of the people. No. All these people are coming from Africa where there isn't any wars. So I'm sorry, again, not asylum seekers. They should go down a, a specific route to enter the country. Um, it's not going to happen, I don't think. No, they're economic migrants. That's what they are. And they're mostly young men. Yeah. You know, so, you know, what can you do? I'm sorry. They could have, they could have stopped this easily, but they choose not to. And they tell you it again. We'll do this. We'll do this. Give us your vote. So after the election, we'll fix it. I've never yeah. quite, I've never quite okay. worked out how a country losing all of its young men actually realistically benefits them. It's not just the young men they've lost. We take all the people with like the doctors and the nurses. We take everyone with skills. Yeah. I don't hear the left moaning about that. Do you? No. No. Not at all. You know. Well, we, moan, take, moan. we take the doctors, we take the, yeah. uh, whatever they are, engineers and all that, we put it's, them in Amazon for £10 an hour. Is that not <laughs> bit like the colonial times where we went and took stuff? Okay, we give them stuff as well. Yeah. And now we're just taking, aren't we? So, But there's no problem with that from the left. So, you know, hypocrites again, as usual. We should be building these countries, leaving their skilled people there. And their young men. Maybe they can make something of the country. Yeah. A lot of them are going to come over here and... Um, are they going to input into the system? Well, they're going to work that's for the a, NHS debate, because they do very well. All right. When you don't know where they've come from, they can't read and write in English. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. These well. these are very educated people at the NHS that come across. Some of the doctors. You know, oh, very, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought you meant... You, uh, know, you know, like that uh, like that nurse that signed your appointment that you were talking about? No, she was, she was, she was English, mate. <laughs> So, <laughs> you mean the one who got it wrong? Yeah, the one. I turned up for an appointment and he told me it was a different day, but she's clearly written. And then you got her handwriting yeah. and I found out yeah. it was so the same I know, handwriting. I know we made the mistake now. <laughs> oh, you devilish. There, you devilish person, you. Sorry, Trevor, go ahead. I said we, did, we, we really need to get rid of her and get somebody in from Afghanistan who can write British. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because I'm sure I, I read somewhere in Ireland that some of the people who've come over used to be Taliban special forces. <laughs> they're in some hostels, and you're like, what? I hope that's a conspiracy theory. I wonder if they're working in the border there, force so. now. <laughs> that's what we need, some Taliban specials working in border force on the, on the, on the, on the channel. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them. You can spot a proper terrorist. <laughs> mm. We will probably do a better yeah. job. 
Yeah, probably. Well, okay, let's finish off this one, this hodgepodge of our national with what Steve's joke was before. Why, 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 There you go. Well, they were told that they weren't supposed to sing that song because, why? well, why, 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 you ask? Why, why, why? Because How are you going to stop about 50,000 people <laughs> doing <laughs> that? <laughs> Well, they see a large amount of gaffer tape and be very strong in the process. <laughs> they they <laughs> sang it. Mark said why, I said why, waiting for the raven to say Yeah, you ruined the joke. You ruined the joke there. <laughs> I'm just trying to play along here. Well, the Welsh rugby fans, they sang Delilah before and during the Six Nations Clash with Ireland after the Welsh Rugby Union banned Principality Stadium Choir from singing the 1968 song amid allegations of sexism, misogyny and racism against the union. Now, there was a guy on Twitter. He was, um, he was a, a, a chief. I think he was a superintendent of a police force and he was saying people are forgetting about, you know, the allegations of misogyny and you know, and racism and blah, 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 blah. And I said, oh, okay. You know, and I just said, so does that mean that you're going to go through the whole repertoire of Spotify <laughs> and Apple, and, you know, and Amazon before you actually get on with the job of actually tackling crime or even, the, you know, the, um, what are the forms that they submit <laughs> to become a police officer? You know, go through those and check them and scrutinise those. They're actually filling forms in now, are they? Or are they just turning up well, and having a go? Because <laughs> it would have been so. Uh, an agency or something. When I was looking at it and I was thinking, uh, do they actually properly scrutinise, you know, the CVs of these people? So what were you before? Well, I was a serial rapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> were you? Okay, yep, you're in. Fit right in, yeah. Yeah, still yeah. active. Oh, very active. Right. Okay. In. <laughs> Tick. That's it. Anyway, so what do you think about that song? Well, I'm just looking at the lyrics, and I really don't know why it was banned. He said he he, he had a knife in his hand, and she laughed no more. But I don't. I don't see anything about stabbing her or anything. So. Well, the, I think the issue here is, are you going to go, like you said before, are you going to go and sort of scrutinise every song and start banning things? You know, and, and whether things are acceptable or offensive, are we going to start censoring humanity full stop? Because this is a nonsense. We've discussed this in slightly different format in the past. It is a song. Is it's it, like it a about, story. Is, is, it, is it about his wife cheating on him or something? Cause I don't know. It sounds a bit like that, but I mean, unless they've changed the words, you know, in the stadium to to make it so more football-like. Well, yeah. I think we really need to look at this because my daughter used to get upset um, with Chicory Tip. Remember that one? In the 70s. Son I can't, I can't spell that, mate. I'm to try and look that up. I'd say that was more offensive. Little baby. <laughs> actually, upset my daughter, so I think we should ban that. <laughs> Where's your mama gone? Well, she went out for chips last Tuesday and never came home. <laughs> and she's now with, well, she's said about this milkman in South Wales somewhere. <laughs> oh, Gary Glitter, she was only 11. <laughs> I told my kids once when they were young, I, they, they said, Daddy, 
daddy are you really my daddy and, uh, and i turned around to them and i went uh no your daddy is delivering milk in south wales <laughs> <laughs> so whenever i tried to stop them from doing things they said well you're not really my daddy so i'm just gonna go ahead and do it <laughs> yeah you're a victim of your own crimes aren't you go ahead mark yeah, I, could under, I could understand if it was a gary glitter song you know if they were singing do you want to be in my gang i'd say right yeah pack that in you know yeah that I just don't understand who who was offended. What was I haven't really read. I don't know. It's just somebody somebody at the top there thought. I think we should put a stop to that song. I don't like the lyrics of it. It's wokeism, isn't it? It is. It is. It's woke. Someone's offended about something they should just ignore. Yeah, and they have this perception that millions of other people are going to be offended as well. Well, we're not offended. We want to hear it, and we think it's a great song, don't we, guys? I yes. think we should write our own song, which covers every conceivable offence towards the woke world going. Hey, that's a cracking idea, that. Yeah, I think... Why don't we do a cover of Delilah? And change yeah, the words to offend everyone. When I went to um, uh, Bellevue Dogs one night, we went on a stag night. Oh, yeah. You went to the dogs, did you? Go ahead. Yeah, we went to the dogs, yeah. And there was all the protests outside that you shouldn't be running dogs. And we were having this great night, and it come up that one of the dogs, and it was Y, the letter Y, Y, the letter Y, the letter Y, Delilah. Did it win? No, it's come nowhere near. Mm. No, but they all started laughing because I said, What the hell's that? What type of name's that? Why, 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 Delilah? <laughs> now, I'd actually had a drink on And the then night. you suddenly realised. <laughs> I just didn't, I, it just didn't twig. <laughs> why, 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 the letter Y, Delilah. They're like Steve's joke. Yeah. <laughs> and went, Can you not see what you're saying? I said, no. I absolutely had a mental blank. And All right, well, I'll tell you what. On occasions, I'm not quite switched on with the script. Oh, we know you're not switched on. <laughs> we know. We know. There's yeah, only crazy. one woman in your household that can switch you on, and her name is... Why, why, why? Do you know what? I'm telling Elaine with the gap. You were supposed to say Elaine there. You're, that's oh, it. Yes, Your sir. wife. Your, no, 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 no. It's too late. The moment's gone. I am not editing that out or shortening it or anything. I'm going to make sure that she hears that big gap because you didn't answer straight away. So there we go. We're moving on. All right. Oh, okay. So, no, so no, so no. Shut up. Shut up. With my lovely Shut up. That's it. Okay, more than 500,000, we're moving on to the local now, more than 500,000 already spent on a rejected bridge plan. Now, who is this going to be with? It's going to be with Steve, isn't it? Well, I did read this article. They didn't get all the money in place before they decided to spend over half a million pounds on the the design and uh, various other things. Um, now, I don't know about anybody else, but if if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna try and build a bridge, I would suggest you get all the money in place beforehand before yeah. you go spending half a million pounds plus yeah. on design and consultancy fees. Now. Bearing in mind, of course, the council's continuous um, mantra of government cuts, etc., having to having to uh, tighten the, the belts and the public purse is under strain and council tax rises and various other things, is this really a sensible use of public money? Well, I shall I tell you who oh. you've got to ask? It's our favourite person, that woman over there. 
that went to bring in those lanes, <laughs> those those extra lanes on the A41. It is everybody's favourite councillor, Karen Shaw. Karen Shaw. Yes, Deputy leader Another tremendous success story by some of the people in, in Quack. Absolutely <laughs> fabulous. I could have saved them about, well, I could have saved them a lot of money. Hey, look, I've just drawn a bridge. <laughs> Fiver. <laughs> Fiver, that. Look at that. Well, how one. much is a Meccano set to sort of buy, Mark, and sort <laughs> of play around with some ideas on Lego. that? Well, that's what they're going to have to do now because they haven't got the money. They were disappointed. And remember now, the Deputy Leader of the Council and Cabinet Member for the Environment, Highways and Strategic Transport, that is our lovely Karen Shaw, said she was disappointed that the government's decision to say no, no, but said other options for funding would be explored. Well, there you go. That's something that isn't going to happen. <laughs> well, the consultants explored the funding for their fees, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and they got them. They got them. They got their fees. It's just that, sadly, they were lacking, you know, like £51 million, pounds, something like that, you know, we to go and do crowdfund. it. Crowdfund. Crowdfund it. Who's going to crowdfund it? The public. Oh. They always do. Oh, no. <laughs> They're not. So Karen Shaw is going to get up on a big advert and say, we want to build a bridge. It's going to cost $51 million and we want you to crowdfund it. I think she will get nothing more than about maybe, I don't know, five quid. <laughs> from each of the councillors. <laughs> Rusty Nail did it, and he got 200 What, £200? Yeah, on a £50,000 court case. Oh, oh. Oh, so... And I've just had a horrible thought. that Just imagine these people being in charge of the bridge over the River Kwai. Oh, all those British soldiers would have been dead. Come on, lads. Hey, do you reckon the government are playing 4D chess? Do you reckon they've said to the council, I'll tell you what, you design a bridge, we'll pay you for it. And then they've come back and gone, oh, we designed this. They said, how much was that? And they said, half a million. And they went, right, we'll let you know next week. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to happen. Right now you're in debt. We need to take over. Right, well, we're going to move on because the next local is with the gazelle. A fancy mark mentioning debt. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as I can, chaps, because I started to write it down earlier on and then it became an essay. So we've got in, we're going into this week's episode of War in Asian Street. Now, as all our listeners know, I've been called... All four of them. <laughs> and the dog. And the dog. <laughs> all our listeners know... I've been Actually, calling. the dog is spit the dog. Does the fish, the fish have ears? Because that'd be an extra one. Listen, you landlord, will you wind your neck in? You're interrupting everybody on it tonight who's trying to speak, and then you they can't say what they're trying to say. So for once, just mute yourself and let Trevor carry on. Otherwise, we'll be on the phone to Bob. Shut He's up. He's just stolen his ghosty, job. Ghosty. Tell <laughs> you what. Hey, what he's not a ghost. What are you saying, ghost Steve? Ghost Steve. He's at it again, Trevor. He's at it again. Muted. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get through, through this as quick as I can. Go on. As we know, uh, as all listeners know, I've been calling for this for some years now for the government to get involved. You know, with the excess gambling, and I, I call it gambling with the taxpayers' money from the the Labour-run Warrington Council. I've been calling for this from 1.1 billion, and we're now up to what 2.4 billion. Yep. 
At last, the Conservative MP for Warrington South, Andy Carter. Who's he? <laughs> Andy Carter. We only he ever hear of... He was a Remainer who utilised the Brexit support in Warrington to get elected. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks for that, Steve. And uh, thanks for Steve for throwing me off my you've been it's not the landlord who interrupts all the time it's, it's you oh, I see it. <laughs> look at him mute he's just annoyed that you keep getting in there first John yeah. mute <laughs> That's he's muted I'm Trevor go on at last a Conservative MP for Warrington South Andy Carter got a reply from the government now this is worthwhile pointing out that he does as all the rest of them have around 18 months to go. Yeah. Because you've got to be in an election with 18 months. And they've got to save their jobs. Could this be a coincidence? I've been calling for this for three years, right? Yeah. And this Muppet now has finally got this reply. <laughs> anyway, it's also Muppet. worthwhile pointing out, worthwhile pointing out, on top of that, that that shallot has done nothing on this subject. In fact, she's done nothing on any subject, actually. And don't forget, I'm going to be calling out now all the constituents in Warrington. You're the ones that keep this Labour lot in power. Yep. You have the power to reject them. Think before you use that very, very important vote, or else don't complain. Yeah, all right. Exactly. Exactly. Trevor, I'm just going to echo what you've said there. Likewise, in Blaken, where people are moaning about Labour Group in Blaken, have yes. the guts to speak out against them and have the guts to go in and vote them out for exactly. once. And I've said that on the night, to you, Steve. I'm sick to death of hearing these people moan. I think I think they're actually um, masochistic. They love being whipped. And chained. But anyway, that's another Well, subject. that's the Labour group. They love being whipped, <laughs> I tell you. I mean, yeah. that's just the subject to mind that, but I won't go into that. Anyway, I'll just quickly run through this. Stay in that position. Your voice sounds great there. And then he goes, he shuts up. He shuts up. His position was mouth closed. Yeah. No, that's the position that Steve should be in, really. Mouth closed. Okay. Well, this letter in brief... Right, it says, Dear Andy, I'm writing to let you know that the department is commissioning an external capital review on Warrington Borough Council. Whoop. Do you oh, do? Nearly, flipping, I can nearly swallow. <laughs> Basically, the levelling up bill put in place statutory powers to directly address instances. Did you hear his voice change then? Yeah, because I just, I had to put my piece of paper over there while I was reading. <laughs> of excess, of excess. Oh, sorry, was that? Was, sorry, I didn't mean to give away technical secret there. Anyway, of excess risk from borrowing and investment practices by local authorities. Blah blah blah. Do I hold out any hope for this? No, I don't. The review will start next week. The letter went on. Well, I do hope they manage to get some transparency because we've had we've been after this for, as I say, three years. Oh yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It, True. It, they keep. They keep coming up with, um, what is it now? It's um, something confidentiality. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Sorry. Commercial confidentiality. Commercial confidentiality. That's it. Thanks, Steve. So we've got the review that's going to start next week. So anyway, I wish them luck, but I don't, I don't think they're going to achieve anything. 
Now, tonight, this is very, very important. This I'm talking five minutes before I came on air. Hot off the press. Warrington Borough Council tax is to go up 4.98. Hey, Steve, how's that? Oh, Kelsey, please. This this is uh, not new. We know the standard practice now. This is going to be uh, the rise for council tax year on year for the next four or five years, in my view. Uh, I was talking with uh, uh, Elaine last night about this and the way everything is heading. People don't realise, really, the pressures that's coming on them financially. Trevor, we've all been talking about the the council tax for years, and I've got to give you a big hats off here because I've been offended, seriously, by what's going on with Warrington in relation to the MP who's now on the case of Warrington finances that you have been putting out there for many, many years and trying to get transparency. And they won't get transparency at all. And you've now got these people calling for this when you've been doing it for years. And it's like myself here in Blaken, who's been calling for transparency and uh, looking into of Blaken's finances and funding streams for years. And now there's other people seemingly doing it in the Blaken area 10 years after me and some other people were doing likewise, like you have been in, in uh, Warrington, Trevor. Yeah. And now they think here, because they're pursuing all the issues that I was talking about 10 years ago, they think some of the people doing this in the area are now fabulous. But at the same time, they've had the cheek, the sheer audacity and the vile cheek for some of these people to slag me off. To slag you, nobody slags off the Raven except us. Is that also, right, guys? It's, it's incredible. Uh, some of the, the comments put out there towards me. Tell, tell uh, us who they are and we will attack them legitimately, well, of I'm, course. I'm not going to go into detail because there's other things that are going to go on to, to be addressing this, which are already in progress. Mm-hmm. I'm not having it anymore. Okay. Some of the people in the Blaken community are fabulous. There's some people out there who just think it's uh, a, an activity to wake up in the morning and start to slate me online, when in fact all of the issues that are currently being discussed in the Blaken community are all the issues that I forewarned about 10 years ago that would happen, but they didn't listen, and now some people wanted my assistance who were remaining silent whilst other people slag me off. It's disgusting. That's right. And it's a big hats off to Trevor because what appalls me is what I said before. The people like us all over the country, most of whom, not all, but a large portion of them, were Brexiteers, very switched on, we know what's going on. We state what's likely to happen at local, national and international levels, and then we get slated for it. And lo and behold, the slow catch-up politicians out there in the general world of politics start to have a go at taking up the issues that we were onto well in advance, years in advance, and then try and make themselves look good on the back of it. It's appalling. Somebody give that guy a round of applause. Here we go. Yeah, no, I, I, I tell you what, I totally agree with that, Steve. And I'm sick to death of it, as we all are. But yeah. I keep saying, Steve, it will come round, right? And I've said, yep. to carry on with this now, so all this, I've followed this from 1.1 billion, not Andy Carter. Can you just point your mouth towards, can you just point your mouth towards the microphone, please? Oh, sorry, yeah. I mean, what the hell <laughs> has Charlotte Nichols done about this? 
right? There's an election coming. There's an election coming. Chad. That's right. This isn't no coincidence. I'll everyone. tell you what. She's flying around Warrington at the minute like the Raven. Her wings are flappy, flappy, flappy <laughs> everywhere. Right? Uh, sorry about that. I mean, don't uh, that the wrong way. <laughs> I mean. Mark Boland got banned years and years ago because he barely went to it. Anyway, anyway. Her wings are flappy, flappy, flappy at the minute. All over Warrington. Nobody's yeah. seen it for three years. Other than in the newspapers. Well, of course, she got blooded on the gut. Oh, anyway, I'm not allowed to say that. You're she told me the other night. You can't. So anyway. So. She had an episode. Are. All right. An episode. Of course it was, yeah. No, an episode. Coronation Street. I'm sorry. No, she had an episode. Let's move on. Move on. Nothing okay, to see yeah, here, no, Gov. Okay, Nothing to okay, see here. Okay, episode. Okay, you know, EastEnders. Let me do. Anyway, so they put the council tax up again, 4.98, right? So this is doing my head in. So what exactly are all the investments bringing to Warrington? All these investments? Ah, uh, not, nothing right now, but it will come over the next 20 years. <laughs> of course it will. Yeah. Yeah. And Nelson's gone get his arm back. We know all that. The fire is going to be put out. We know all we about know that. We know all about that. You okay. might get an invisible bridge or two as well. All right, well, I'm going to start wrapping up this local. Trevor, give us something something that we can leave it on. Right, well, I'll leave you this now. Hot off the press again, right? Croydon Council. <laughs> we were all holding our breath there, bated breath. What's he going to say? Oh, oh. Go ahead. Croydon oh, Council. Croydon Council. Oh, were they run by Labour? Well, yep. they might be. Anyway, whatever. Has been given special permission to increase their council tax by 15%. Wow. Which council is this, Trevor? Sorry. Croydon. Croydon Council, the Labour Council, it's gone bust. The government tonight, 15, well, about an hour and 15 minutes ago with this podcast. <laughs> Hot off the press, they've just to raise their council tax this year. They've been given special permission to raise it by fifteen percent. That right? is that is massive. The next one to follow is Slough Council. Is that Labour? Oh, it might be. Right, nine point nine percent. Just this will become the norm. Which will become the norm, Steve. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That's frightening yeah. now. Jeremy Hunt. I, I did say Hunt. Right has announced in his autumn statement that local authorities can raise their council tax by 4.99% without going to a referendum. Previously, it could only be increased by 2.99, above which would have to require a local vote. It's just too Call much. an election now. Get rid of them. Yep. and get a different party in Parliament. Okay, well, I'll tell you what I'm calling right now. I'm calling time. Okay, Thanks Steve. Started to fall asleep. Get well, to I'm the sorry, bar, Steve. time, but we're still waiting for you to get the drinks in. Get the, to Bastard. the bar, Steve. No, I'm <laughs> always there. No, the answer is... No. Oh, well, okay, he's not going to buy us a drink, guys. Okay, so we're not going to stand up for him. He doesn't buy us a drink. He doesn't do anything for us. And he carries on and he spouts off too much. So that's it. Okay, can we have a shout out then, please? Shout out or shout downs. We're going to start with stats first. Go ahead, stats. Well, go on, I'll do a shout out. Ooh. And do you know what? For once, it's to some politicians and MPs. <gasps> 
I know we slate them a lot, but credit where credit's due. They've actually put some legislation through now, which hopefully will protect cash against these central bank digital currencies. That sounds good to me. We'll I like see. that. We'll I see. Like the globalists that. will probably try and, you know, put a halt on it. But yep. that's a game going on. It's a game. It is a game going on. So very good. Very good. It's in the Lords now, so I think there's an amendment to it to protect cash. So that'll be good. Well done. Well done. Right. Credit when credit's due. I know we slate them a lot. Credit where credit's due when we're talking about finance. That's very good there. So that's a little yeah. bit of a pun. I like that one. Yeah. A little bit of a pun. Okay. Steve, what have you got? Have you got a shout out or a shout down or a shut up? Yes, I've got a shout-out, which I'll come to now, but I'm just saving up. I've got plenty of cash here to keep me going for a while. Oh, my word. All those pennies. Unbelievable. Okay, <laughs> unbelievable. All right, okay, yes. well, that was it. That's your shout-out. Okay, Trevor. No, no, my shout-out. Oh, wait a minute, you're too hot on the best <laughs> Uh, unless your gob is going down that microphone, everything else stops. You need to wind your neck. And slow down, man. Slow down. Come on, then. Get on with it. We've got to get the show done. We've got to get it edited. We've got to get it out. Well, I'm going to give a shout-out to the wonderful, lovely Mrs. Elaine England. Oh, that's it. He's out. I he remembered who she was then. <laughs> yeah, he remembered now what it is because he's worried about what was going on earlier when I said that and he didn't mention her name. Trevor, go on. Go on, Trev. Well, she's she's organised all our lovely holidays for the year. She's getting all our, our dressy up gear for the, the music weekends. How do you think it's like whoa, that? Whoa, and, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the bucket. Uh, <laughs> well, we go to the music weekends, don't we? Things like that, you know. Oh, and, <laughs> well, she's helping at the weekend. Hey. So, are we dressy up gear? So, she will become Elton. Yeah. And he will, will become, become, he will become. Ooh. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm just giving a shout out to lovely Lane because she's been on the board uh, yeah, on yeah, holidays yeah. and okay. things so far for this year. Got plenty planned and I think she's fabulous. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Trevor. Okay. Trevor can well, see my face. I've got me loony, which is, this is all covering law and order this. And, I, and obviously at the moment with that police officer being jailed, I think, this is quite appropriate. Again, I mean, what can I say? Any child found breaking the anti-social order will be sent to their uncles <laughs> for a good clip around the ear. I like that. And as a bonus, all police will be made to say hello, hello, hello when making an arrest, as this will treble the police force. <laughs> And just my quotes to throw in, whoever said that nothing is impossible has never, ever tried slamming a revolving door. <laughs> you can't slam a revolving door. That's, that's, that's it. Oh, well, in, this, in that case, then, I'm absolutely fabulously happy to announce it's the good night. And I just want to say, say good night from the gazelle. Good night. Well, that was quick. I like that. Okay, stay. Say good night. He's muted. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, first of all, Mr. <laughs> muted. Well, I'll say good night. Good night to our lovely listeners. Indeed, so indeed. I, and I can say thank God that's all over. Go on, Steve. You want to say something? Go on. Yeah, I do actually. First of all, a couple of points. You never muted. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just tiresome. I don't have your, your family. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? You're going to come and beat me up on screen. Come on. Yeah, come on. I'm offering you out. Come on. I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to give a shout out to your family. We're fabulous. I don't know the hell they put up with you. I really don't. Do. I'll second that. Oh, uh, I wonder how uh, those Americans would actually react to somebody like us. You know, they, they react to people like Al Murray, you know, and stuff like, how would they react to this? You know, a podcast host muting his panelist <laughs> every two seconds. Well, they've got the, the, the Second Amendment, so they'll <laughs> deal with you. I'll be like the other podcast we got friendly with, the Robbie Run a Mile. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what, they put up with Biden, the bouncer put up with us. Uh, Good point. Yeah, 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 yeah.